So this is it. We're about to enter Rosh Hashanah. And so we have to learn a piece from Rapinkas that really will explain uh, what we are preparing for, what the day is all about. This piece from Rapinkas is in Parshas Kisavai in the Tifar Shimshon Pesh Reich Pehei. And it's going on the Pasuk of Tachas HaShelevad HaShemlekecha B'Simcha V'Tavlevav Merev Gael. Famous Pasuk uh, at the end of the Teichacha explaining why the Teichacha comes about. What is these, why do these terrible atrocities, curses, befall Klai Yisrael? Because we didn't serve Hashem with happiness. Amazing, right? All these, the, the, the worst um, things that could ever befall humanity will all happen because we should have served Hashem with joy, with happiness, and we failed in that. Chazal Chazal teach us in Kedushin Lamites, that was, uh, that was, uh, it's coming up that daf soon. So, schar mitzvah There is no schar for a mitzvah that you do in this world. You don't get schar for it. If you're thinking that, well, I, I davened really well, I put on tefillin, I gave tzedakah, so Hashem's going to give me a big schar, He's going to give me a big reward uh, soon in this world. No, that's not the way it works. Schar mitzvah doesn't exist in this world. There is no schar in this world for mitzvahs. Achvar herach harambam levaris apasuk How does the Rambam teach that nochus chuba? If you serve Hashem with happiness, all of the brachas Hashem will shower upon you. You're going to have blessings, and you'll be able, meaning you'll, the rain will fall in its time, you'll make easy parnasa, things will go smoothly for you, the stock market is going to make you very wealthy, everything is going to happen so easily, and that way, you're going to be able to what? To learn, to daven, to have menuchas nefesh. I don't have to go to work so much anymore. Things will be good. That way, I'll get chayelam haba. But if you abandon Hashem, then all the curses will come. And you're not going to have the peace of mind. Because of all these curses, you're going to be completely flooded and, and drowning in, in saris. You're not going to have the peace of mind and the body to do your mitzvahs. As Raman says, you're going to lose both worlds. You're going to lose this world because you're going to be so inundated with all these bad stuff. And then you're going to not be able to do Tyra, not be able to do mitzvahs, and you're not going to have the next world there for either. The parnasan, everything that you get in this world, is not considered schar, nor is it considered an einish. HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not take in consideration schar and einish. That's not part of his cheshpun. When is that going to happen? When are you going to really get uh, the cheshpun, the final 
accounting of whether you're getting schar or einish. That's after the end of our lives, when we go into Elam Haba, we, then Hashem decides what we get. Zeo Yaim HaDin that's called the Yaim HaDin the great day of judgment, uh, and the awesome day of judgment, Shiula that's the last moment in this world, right? That's what, um, that's what the Yaim HaDin is going to be on. And Mash- so what is Rosh Hashanah then? If Ein Shem of next world, Gehenim and, and, and Elam Haba, Schar, Einish, if all that is determined after we die, so what exactly is determined on Rosh Hashanah in this world? In two days from now, we're going to have a Yaim Adin. I thought that was Schar Einish. Isn't that, are we going to get reward or punishment uh, for, for Yaim Adin? He says, no, that's, reward and punishment is not really in this world. Those are things that will ultimately be meted out for us in the next world. So what is Rosh Hashanah? Huchayim. The Gezeira on a person, Rosh Hashanah, is life. Kleimar. Naisen la'adam es'afsharos v'sakelam livnais. We're given the tools to build. Naisen la'esaparnasa es'hageshem. Aishalom ha'zais naisen la'eschas v'shalom mabes. Kleimar. Meaning, the Rambam, going back to that original Rambam that we just said, what is the Rambam saying? Rambam is saying that we know that we don't have in this world. So what are, what's the teichacha and the blessings that if you do, if you do my mitzvahs, you're going to get uh, you're going to have rain in its proper time, and if you don't do the mitzvahs, then you're going to get this this punishment and that punishment. What's that? I thought you don't have reward and punishment in this world. So the Rambam explains that it's not, it's not reward and punishment. That's not the reward and punishment that we're talking about when we speak about schar mitzvah. The real schar mitzvah that we get is in the next world. When you put on tefillin, when you, do, when you learn taira for sure, all of that schar is accruing to us in the next world. And if we're doing Averis, all of those Ein Shemrachman and Litzlan are waiting for us in the next world. So that's what Schar Mitzvah means. So what does the Pasuk mean when it says you'll get rain, you'll get this? No, that doesn't mean, that's not the reward. That's just the ability to have peace of mind in this world so that we could further enhance our Eilam Haba. When the Pasuk says that we're going to give you rain, if you do my mitzvahs, everything right, I'm going to give you rain in its proper time and you're going to have bumper crops, that's not the reward. The Ram says that's not the reward for the mitzvah. Don't confuse that that is what you're getting from the mitzvah. If, you, if I say to you, um, you know, if you do mitzvahs, then you're going, to, you know, you're going to win the lottery. Oh, so that's my reward. No, that's not your reward. That's, what is that? Winning the lottery in this world, what is that? That's not the reward for mitzvahs. What that is, it clears the path for us to do more and more mitzvahs. Because now that I won the lottery, I don't have to go to work so much anymore. I don't have to do nine to five. I don't have to, you know, I, have a, I, have, I, have, I don't have to take the bus and the train to get somewhere. I have a car now and all these things, you know, that it gives me the freedom to be able to, to, to do mitzvahs, to, to learn tairah, to, to give tzedakah. All of those things are, that's not the reward. That's just a way of earning more Eilam Haba when the time comes. Schar Mitzvah there, there is no reward in, in this world 
for the mitzvahs that we do. What do we have? What's the rain falling in the bumper crops? That Don't confuse that with reward. That's not a reward. That's nothing compared to what awaits us in Eilamab if we... But it gives us the ability now to learn, to daven, because we're not... Let's say a person uh, has the other way, let's say a person is not doing what Hashem wants. Hashem throws all the klalas, the teichacha. So what happens? You get so inundated, so bombarded by distractions, by, by pressure, by stress, and people are chasing after me, and they're... I don't have a minute to learn. I don't have a minute to daven. I'm so busy. I'm so my mind is so you know being crushed in the by the by the weight of all these klalas that now I'm going to go up to Elam Haba at the end of 120 and they're going to say, hey, buddy, you know you didn't do any mitzvah, you didn't do tire. But that's because uh, I was so busy. I was uh, you know people were debtor. I was in debt and people were running after me, chasing after me, and I had uh, you know and I went through wars and I went through family. Yeah, but that wasn't. Because that, that's not an excuse, because you brought that upon yourself. By you starting off with, 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 with doing what Hashem did not want you to do, so now He punished you in this world. He punished you that you were on the run the whole time, you didn't have a minute to breathe. Now you don't have Elam Haba either. You lost this world and the next world. But the main schar and Einish is very important, you say, that's why I keep repeating it. The main schar Einish is in the next world, the Yem HaDin what we consider in this world, you know, that's not. It's really just the ability to have a life. What we're doing, in the, what we do get in this world if we do the right thing, is we get a life. What does it mean a life? I could breathe, I could think, I could sing, I could enjoy, I could, I have the, the peace of mind. You, you know what it takes? You know what it takes to sit and learn. You ever have like, you're so angry about something, you're so frustrated, you're so like, uh, you're going crazy. Is it easy to open up a Gemara under those circumstances and learn? No. Is it easy to daven? Impossible. Is it easy to, uh, you know, to, to go to a bris, to do a this, to do a that? To, no, I can't do anything. I'm, I'm just so stressed out. I don't want to do anything. You know, you don't want to sit by a Pesach day. You don't want to build a sukkah. You don't want to sit in a sukkah. You're, just, you're going crazy. You can't. So, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when you don't do the right thing, when we don't do the right thing, HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes craziness for us in this world, which knocks us out of contention for the next world, because we were so busy that we didn't have a chance to do the Avedah in this world. If we do good stuff, then Hashem is great. I'm going to make you have a, you know, come into a lot of money, and I'm going to make things easy. You're going to have shalom bias. Your family is going to like you. Your friends, you're not going to have people, you know, shtachin you and getting into fights with you. And you're, not. you're going to be able to have like a, a brain that's free of any stress and be able to sit and learn. And in Shemayim, you know what Tyre is? Every word of Tyre in Shemayim is $10 billion, at least. So that's the main reward. So he says that's what we're doing on Rosh Hashanah. You want to know what Rosh Hashanah is? Rosh Hashanah is a day that we're judged. We're not judged, we're going to get Eilam Haba, we're going to get Gehenim. No, that's the, that's the last day of our life. That's after we die. What is Rosh Hashanah? What's the judgment of Rosh Hashanah? It's this world. Are we going to have a life or are we going to have death? What does it mean, life or death? Sifre Chaim and Sifre Mesim, you know what it means? It doesn't necessarily mean a person's going to die. Not too many people, Baruch Hashem, are dying every year, even though maybe that was Paskin that they were, should be in the book of death. The book of death does not always mean that you die. How many Risham do we know that seem to be making it from one Risham to another? If, it was, if inscribed in the book of death means that you die, then we should have a lot more people dying every year, and we don't. 
What's the answer? The answer is it doesn't mean life and death literally. It means like in the vernacular, you know, get a life. Like, what does it mean get a life? It means I have a life. What does it mean I have a life? I could breathe, I could relax, I could walk, I could talk, I could ride a bicycle, I can enjoy, I could smell, you know, smell the roses, I can, uh, I can enjoy a sunset. I have a life. I have freedom to be able to breathe. If you have that, by the way, Rabbi Say, that's, you have to give maidim, you know, on your hands and knees to Rabbi Yisham. If you're in a situation that you're able to think and you have menuchas nefesh and everything is good, that means that hopefully, you know, your family is well, and your health as well, and your, uh, your financial situation as well, and you don't have craziness going on in your life, you're able to sit and learn, that's the greatest bracha. It's the greatest bracha in the world. A person that's sick, and that has problems with shalom bayis, and has problems with you know, parnasa, and they always have to borrow money from people and pay back other people, they never have a minute. That's, it's like Gehenim. You can't, you can't do anything in life. You can't enjoy your family, you can't sit by a Shabbos table, you can't... You can't learn, you can't, you have nothing, you have no Eilamaz, and then you won't have Eilamaz either. So that's the lesson. What is Rosh Hashanah? Chaim. Kleimar, nice modem as have Sharis as a game. You could, I'm going to give you the tools to build in this world. I'm going to give you the Parnas, I'm going to give you the Gashmias, or I can give you death, says Hashem. Meaning, I'm going to take away from you the Kalim that you could have built. You could have had that peace of mind. You could have had the financial freedom. You could have had the emotional carefreeness. And you'd, and, but you lost it. And now you're not going to be able to be zeicha in Eilam Haba by extension. The highlight, I would say, most people's highlight of the davening on Rosh Hashanah um, I'll go around the room and ask what, what's, any, or you could raise your hand, what's Anyone have what's their favorite part of Rosh Hashanah davening? What? It's too much to choose from. It's too much to choose from. Too much to choose from. Okay, that's an easy answer. That's safe. What's the high? What would you say is the? Sanadikev, yeah. right? Sanadikev, I think is I on Yom Kippur. I I don't know if I would say that. I think Yom Kippur. I I I I think the highlight to me personally is the Asaruge Malchus when you speak about the ten. Sadikim that were killed and whatever. It's very emotional if you if you're reading it and understanding it. Um, but or the Aveda, but but the Nisanatikim I think is definitely the highlight. I think there's probably more Chazanisha pieces on the Nisanatikim. You know that everybody like okay, let's see how he you know how the Chazan does the Nisanatikim. Like that's the that's the signature of the Chazan. If he can like make people really you know step it up, then uh, so. What do we say in the Sanatekif? First, says in the Sanatekif, let's describe to you the, the holiness of the day and what the Malachim are doing. They're scurrying to and for even the angels in heaven are petrified on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. And then we say, um, and then we say, who's going to live? Who's going to die? Who's going to die? Who's going to. Who's going to make it to their end, their proper amount of stipulated years of life, who's not going to? Who's not going to live to, to what they were supposed to? What does that mean? What that means is that we take away from a person the ability to learn Tyra. That's what it means 
Mi bekitzai. Umi loy bekitzneis la erech yamim. He's flipping around. Mi bekitzai, he's saying, is when you have a shortened life, I guess. You take away from a person the ability to learn Torah. Mi loy bekitzai, you have a longer life. Now you can learn Torah longer. Mi ani, who's going to be poor? Mi loy who's not going to be able to be busy with tzedakah because you're so poor. Who's going to be so wealthy? So basically, this is a very big chiddush that what Rav Pinkus is saying. He's giving us a whole new understanding of Rosh Hashanah, if you're paying attention. Because what we normally understand Rosh Hashanah to be, he's saying it's not. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, Rosh Hashanah is going to be Pascha on me if I'm going to live or I'm going to die. That's scary, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, so I really better daven you know, really well because I don't want to die this year. That's not necessarily what Rosh Hashanah is. Rosh Hashanah is the, the, the concept of life and death is much more for everybody. Even if you're very healthy and I could guarantee you, let's say that you're all, everyone in Hashem in this, in this room and this yeshiva in this country in this world is going to live out the whole Tav Shem That's still not reason to, to do a waltz just yet. Because you could be alive, but you could be dead. How are you alive and dead at the same time? Because if you don't have the ability to live your life normally and you're scared and you're frustrated and you're running and you're hiding and you're, you know, the people in the Holocaust, they, would you say that they were alive during those war years? They weren't alive. They were living skeletons. They were the walking dead. They were not, that's not a life. If you don't know what you're going to be doing and, where, and, and, and you have, you're running and you're hiding and you're getting beaten, and you, it's not a life. It's not a life. Rahman and Latsani, it doesn't have to be the Holocaust, it could be just something, you know, there could be people, you know, within this one mile radius that they that they, they're they're going crazy. They have terrible shalom biases, they're fighting with their wife day and night, and their kids are going off the derach and they're going crazy from that, and they lost their job, they have to find a new job, they don't have money in the bank, credit card bills are coming and they're shutting off your electricity bill. Is that a chayim? That's not a chayim. That's death. Death in this world. You don't have the ability to learn or dive and do any mitzvahs. That's, that's what it means when we speak about miyayani. Meyasher, you're rich. How am I rich? doesn't mean that you're going to win the lottery. It doesn't mean you're going to get a raise necessarily. But you have the ability to give tzedakah like a mensch. You have the ability to deal with that. You can, you can be a gabay tzedakah. You can uh, you know, be involved with a shul, do public. How, do you, how are you involved in a shul? How could a gabay, a president of a shul, you know what it means to be a president of a shul? It means you have to have everything going well at home, everything going well at work, and now you have the ability, the added blessing of being able to go and, and, and be busy with communal affairs. It's not a given. You know how many people would die to do that? They can't. I'm, I'm barely surviving in my own life. I can't, you know, I can't deal with my own home. I'm going to start dealing with, with running a shul, running a yeshiva, running a... I can't. This is the life and death that's really nigzar in Rosh Hashanah. This is what we're davening for Rosh Hashanah. It's not always about physical life and death. It's about the emotional life and death. It's about having the peace of mind to live throughout our, our year with bracha, with, with happiness, with, 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 with freedom. Rosh Hashanah nigzar ladam raka im tiyalai hav sharas lasik batayra ilasai sadaka. That's what's paskind. That's what's nigzar. Habachir adayin esunabiyad ha'adam im lenatzal sazman shenasalai ayes ha'kesef shenasalai echas v'shalom la'adam. 
the Bechira is in my hands, if I'm going to really use the time that was given to me, or the money that was given to me, or to squander them. Again, what is, we have concepts in our mind, preconceived notions that tzaddik, and there's a rasha. What do you, how would you define a tzaddik? What's a tzaddik? person who always does the right thing, person who's righteous, a person who learns, he's davening, he's doing Abayi Hashem day and night, right? And he has more mitzvahs, um, and Russia has a lot of averis. He says, that's not pshat. El tzadik hu mishyesh le shi'ifais le natzalas av shariyesh anasnulay hu anikrachai. What's it say? You know what a tzadik is? A tzadik is not a person that necessarily is running around doing, you know, doing tzedakah and, and mitzvahs all day. A tzaddik is somebody who, when you give him freedom and you give him that peace of mind, he doesn't waste it. He spends every moment learning and davening. Not, that's not what makes him... The, the, the fact that he is able to see the value of life and not squander it, and he can really soak out, squeeze out everything that life has to offer vis-a-vis serving Hashem, that's somebody that has a life. He chops what life is all about, and he, and he lives life to its fullest in that regard. Why does Hashem give us life and parnasa in order that we can go and sit Calmly and learn Torah. That's what it's all about. What do we do if we do have that peace of mind? Do we always use it in the proper way? No. A lot of times we feel, you know, things are going well. Baruch Hashem, I have freedom. I have peace of mind. I don't have many problems. I could deal with it, right? But now, let's say tonight is not a midterm. It's not a final. I did all my work. Rosh Hashanah is already coming in. I don't have to. I have a free night tonight. Or tomorrow, let's say, there's no classes. I don't know if there's a error, but let's assume, let's say it's a, what do I do? What do I do with all that time, those hours and hours of time that I have? So a tzaddik is somebody who says, wow, I have all this precious time. I'm going to capitalize it. I'm going to learn. I'm going to go to the nursing home. I'll play guitar for people. I'll, I'll uh, call my mother, call my grandmother, call my, my parents. I'll, 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 I'll use the time to do mitzvahs, do taira, to do to do the right thing. What does somebody that's not at Sadiq do with their time? Well, I have a whole day. What should I do? You know, so, okay, I have a good idea. I'll play, uh, um, what's that video game called? Fortnite, thank you. I'll play Fortnite. That'll, that, should, that should kill about eight hours of my day. And then I'll, uh, you know, I'll go get something to eat. Then I'll maybe I'll hop a mire. Then I'll play more Fortnite, watch some YouTube and whatever. We squander the whole day. We squander the day. We, squ- we literally kill time. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu is like, you know, looking at, listen, I gave you, I, I gave you, I paskened Chaim on you. I said that you were going to live. That means I'm going to give you peace of mind. But I didn't give you peace of mind to play Fortnite for eight hours straight. I gave you peace of mind in order to learn, to dab and do a good thing. If you're not going to use it, then, then you know, then that's death. You're not, you're not capitalizing on the life that I gave you. And that's what a Russia is. A Russia is not meaning a Russia is not a terrible, you know, criminal, disgusting person. A Russia might be just a guy that doesn't, 
use the, the gift of life that he was presented. I'm giving you time, and what are you doing? You're doing nothing with it. That's called mace. What's the point, says Hashem? Why did I give you life again? For what? Think I gave you life to waste it? To squander it? To do nothing with it? To just... Uh, we're not talking, of course, about eating. It's fine to eat. We're not talking about playing ball. It's good to exercise. We're not talking about spending time with your family. Also good. But we're talking about just completely waste. And by the way, sometimes a person's allowed to chill also. It's like if you want to listen to some music, you need to relax. You don't want to have, you know, get too nervous. And you need, to, you need a little bit of an escape. If it's good, clean escape, fine. You know, it's okay. But there's a big difference between doing that for a half an hour a day and doing it for eight hours of the day. Or just to, you know, endlessly surf the web and yeshiva world, matzah, vases, nayas, and halavai, right? And then, and then, and then repeat. Yeshiva world, you go back and say, no, no, there's nothing new, nothing really. Was Nishadish Trump is still indicted and, you know, and, uh, you know, and uh, there's still going to be, uh, you know, a concert, you know, the Cholomite concert. It's the same Tyra every single time you look at it. It's really very little changes. So what are we wasting our time with? And I'm not talking, I'm talking to myself also. We're all, I think we're all pretty guilty as charged. So it's a new Rosh Hashanah with this repaint. This is one page of our, of our life that really changes, I think, the entire mabat, the entire vision of what Rosh Hashanah is. Rosh Hashanah is not about life and death. I hope he has a good year. I hope he doesn't die. There's much more, you know, it's much more realistic life and death now. It, it brings it home, like, okay, you don't have to die to be written in the book of death. If, you, if you're not Zeich and Rosh Hashanah, you know, to the book of life, and you're in the book of death, that doesn't mean necessarily to get your Tachrichim ready. It means that, it means that you're not going to be able to have the peace of mind to do things. And we all have that. There's certain times in our life, I know myself, sometimes like, I have no excuse not to learn because everything is Baruch Hashem good. Sometimes I don't know how I'm going to be able to like open up a Gemara. I don't know how I'm going to be able to, to daven. I'm going to, to do chesed. I'm so swamped with like personal issues that I'm dealing with. I can't. I just can't. It's just not shayach. That's death. Death is that you can't, Hashem passing on you, that I'm not going to be able to give you this year that, that the, the ability to live. You're not going to be able to have a life. Tells me you're going to die. You'll be alive, but you sometimes you'll wish you weren't alive because it's going to be impossible to do anything. You can't do tired. You can't do it. You can't be happy. You can't enjoy Shabbos. You can't do nothing. And mainly, you're not going to learn. You're not going to die. You can't do anything. You're not going to be but either. That's what we're davening for in Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, when you're davening, not just daven. Okay, everyone should be healthy and have that too, of course. But more immediate, says Repinkus, you have to daven when you're davening about me taref. Mi shalev. Mi shalev means who's going to have peace of mind. Umi tar means who's going to be going crazy. That's the biggest fear of Rosh Hashanah, of this Tav Shem Am I going to be able to go through the whole year happy and healthy and, and, and you know, without any major typhoons in my, in my, in my life? Or is it going to be a year of stormy with storminess and problems and machlekes and sichsuch and, and financial and issues with this and that and the bursar's office? That? I can't. I can't. That's the biggest klala. 
And by extension, on the Emadin Agadol, the final day that we are, we're alive and we die, that is also going to be affected by this Rashana, but more, not as immediate, but as a, as a full, you know, course of what, of what accrued because of this, of this sack of Mabas. I'm not going to be able, I'm not going to have any, any tire when I come to Shema. I'm not going to have any mitzvahs because I'm, I'm so busy my whole life scrambling to make a parnasa, scrambling to, to get out of issues with people and challenges and all. So Rosh Hashanah, we have to daven so hard just for peace of mind, just to have the peace of mind. Why do we want peace of mind? Not so we should be able to play video games and watch YouTube all day and, and surf the web. We want peace of mind because we want to we want HaKadosh Baruch Hu to get nachas from us. We want to give HaKadosh Baruch Hu what he expects from us. He gave us life, and we have to show him that we are appreciating that life. What do we do to show appreciation? We serve him. We serve him. We do his will. We don't speak Lashon Hara. We don't look at things that we, we shouldn't. And we, we do what we're supposed to be doing every single day. We wake up for davening. Hashem gave you the ability to get up in the morning, to see, to, to, to hear, to, have, to use our legs. I was just speaking to somebody. Um, we were talking about a mutual friend. And this person uh, lost his ability to uh, to move. He became uh, he had one of these ALS type of diseases. This guy was a guy that, like, you know, when he was young. I didn't. I don't. Haven't really kept in touch with him for many many decades. But when he was a young guy, he was very handsome. Uh, you know, he married a very nice girl, a very good family. Um, you know, he had everything. Basically, the guy had everything going for him. And suddenly, out of nowhere, he got this uh, terrible ALS or MS, and he can't move. He literally can't move. He has to be carried from place to place. He's a guy that's very successful. He's a lawyer. He's really, he's a person that I would say, like, really has a lot, lot going for him. And boom, it was nigs on him. Now, you know, if we can get up in the morning and we can move our, our all of our Ivarim, we could go to the bathroom and make an Asher Yatzer with all Kabanis, then that's a tremendous... Bracha, that means that Hashem paskened for us in Rosh Hashanah that He's going to give us those gifts. All those gifts that we need and we want, this is what we're davening for Rosh Hashanah. Just give me the ability to have another year that I'll be able to do to function properly with peace of mind so that I'll be able to do your ratzin. What do we say? Zachreinu l'chaim, melachavitz b'chaim, remember us for life, O King who desires life, and write us in the book of life. What does it mean? That word is a very important word. It's a chayim, but it's not just. I don't want to be. In, I'm not asking Hashem to give me a book of life so that I could go to AC and gamble, and I could go to this place and you know and, and do shtick and go to the movies, go to Broadway, go to the. That's not lamancha. I'm asking you for life, not so that I could live a life and, uh, you know, put it on Instagram. I'm, I want a, a life that's lamancha. I want to live a life that's for you, Hashem, that I'm dedicated and devoted to your Abaydah. So we're really asking two things. We're asking Hashem, give me the ability to live, and then give me the ability to want to do your, to do your ratzin. I want life, and then I want you to give me a life that's lamancha. So that's two separate things. I could have all the, the freedoms and the health and everything, 
but then I still might not be in the basement. I still might be making decisions of what to do with my spare time, quote-unquote, and they're not good decisions. So we have to ask HaKadosh Baruch really for two things. First of all, give me life. And I don't mean just physical life, I mean the ability to live. And then once I have the ability to live, Hashem, I want you to also give me the, 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 the reality, the, the clarity that my life is Lamancha. I want to live my life for you. I don't want to be distracted by technology and by Shtusim and by Avalim. And, 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 and I want to live a life that's for you. Lamancha Likim Chaim. It should be a life that you're proud of me, that you're getting Nachas from me. This is a whole new, uh, it's a revolution that Rapinkas just made. I don't know if, we, if you realize it. I don't know, maybe it's just like, maybe, or maybe you understood this every year, Rosh Hashanah. I didn't. This is like, to me, this is a very big revelation. Rapinkas says, it's not a life, death, who's going to live, who's going to die. It's who's going to have a life, and who's going to have a life that's a death. And if we're going to have a life, we have to make it a real life. If Hashem does grant us, and He will admit Hashem, Will be Zaychem Yitzchak be written in the Book of Life, but we have to. That's that's from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Now it's up to us. Once we're having this life, to make sure to determine that this is not just I'm a life. It's not going to be a wasted life. It's going to be a life that's full of Avodas Hashem and doing the right thing, expending our energies on the right on the right ambitions and and Hashem giving the Rabbi Shalom the Nachas that he deserves.